0: This Gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. That clap looks like for Solomon. If you are clapping for Solomon, that will be enough. note. we are clapping for my God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we come before you with an open heart to receive from you. Lord, speak to us. Speak to us, O God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the fourth Sunday in the month of March. Hallelujah. Amen. Philippians 4-7. Can we have that quickly, please? Philippians 4-7. And for those who receive mails from the church, I am sure you have received this passage. Am I right? Yeah, the Lord has released to us that at this month of March is our month of Holy Spirit peace. Amen. Holy Spirit peace. And that is a passage. that I've asked that we look at it is so that those who don't receive or do not know or are not aware, this is the anchor passage for the month. And it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses, which transcends all understanding, will guide your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. I pray today that from this moment onward, that the peace of God will reign supreme in your heart, that you will be open unto this peace because that is the peace. It says it will guard your heart. That peace will keep you. This is a peace that human understanding cannot explain. Knowledge cannot explain this. Science cannot explain it the peace of God, and I pray that we key into it, and we catch what God wants us to catch in it, in the mighty name of Jesus. So we move to what I want us to talk about today, Thanksgiving, today's Thanksgiving service, so we talk about Thanksgiving, hallelujah, and the passage where the text, our text for this short um, exhortation is taken from Luke chapter 17, Luke 17 from verse 11 to 19, Yes, now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, one of them, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Where there are not ten cleansed, but where are the nine Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Now the topic of of, the topic that I have for us this morning is, is be the foreigner. Hallelujah. Be the foreigner. This is a passage that I'm sure a lot of us are very familiar with. We, we speak about it. We talk about it. And um, it's something that a lot of times when we talk about Thanksgiving, we talk about people who give thanks. We come back to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want also to look at it because when, when, when the passage came to me, I was like, but, but I've read this passage before. I've listened to many things. But you know, no matter what, one, that's one thing with the word of God. No matter how many times you read it, you can read it 1,000 times and God will still give you 1,000 messages from it. 1,000 messages from it. So, And I I looked at it again. I looked at it again. And by the grace of God, God just gave me a few things that I want to share with us. And I want us to start this way. that Many of us usually find it difficult to return to God and say thank you. And by the time we do that, what we have done is cutting the supply from where it's coming. We cut the supply from the source. Many Christians, many of us are grounded because we take God for granted. And when we take God for granted, we are grounded. You, you you know, that's, that's usually the thing, isn't it? Even your children, you have them, you ground them. When they they misbehave, you know, they miss one of the rules in the house. You ground them. You say, you are grounded. For so, so time. we say, go and face the wall. And I don't know what it what it is about facing the wall for children. Yeah, they don't say, go and face the wall, but you see them crying. Now, a lot of us Christians, that is the, unfortunately, sometimes we don't even realize that we have been grounded. A lot of times we don't realize that we've been grounded. And a lot of us, these days, we know, we've become so sophisticated for God. That to come back and say thank you is such a difficult thing. Because we just feel that a lot of the things that we have, you know, government has given it to us. Our hands, our hard work has given it to us. So it's difficult to come back and say thank you. And then we are grounded. And then we are grounded. May none of us be grounded in the name of Jesus one thing I discover is that thank you, thank you is what qualifies you for the next act of favor with God. Thank you qualifies you for the next act of favor. Many of us have had great times, especially in the past. Many of us have had great times. But those great, past, those great times have come and they have, they have turned to gloomy days. Because we did not return to say thank you. Then the supply of that great time is cut off. We don't come back to acknowledge him. many of us who are members of this church, uh, Redeemed Christian Church of God or other churches, we know that Thanksgiving is something that is so dear to the church, so important that a lot of churches have at least one Sunday in the month, one Sunday out of three or four Sundays, one, one is dedicated especially for Thanksgiving. So it means it's very important. And I know that we in Redeem here. Anything we do, we finish it with thanksgiving. We did 40 days of fast, isn't it? We came back here to do what? To say thank you, God. Why? Because it was not in our own strength. It was not in our own power. It is him. It's God. It's God that gave us the strength. So it's important. When you are addicted to thanksgiving, destiny opens for you on its own accord. When you are addicted to thanksgiving, destiny opens for you of its own accord. The Bible says it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises to his holy name. If you be followers of that which is good, who is it that will hurt you? If you give thanks, who will hurt you? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving opens ways for us. Thanksgiving is not just a thing that happens when you feel like it. It's a debt that we, that we owe the Almighty. is the debt that we owe for the source of the supply. All that He is asking of us is to say thank you. He's not asking you for anything. God is not asking us for anything. What do you have? What do you have? If I may ask, what do you have that you think you have given it to yourself? What do you have that God has, it's not God that has given you? So it's not, but all is asking is just give me thanks. Just say thank you. How do we feel with our, with, with our fellow human beings when we, when we do a, a kind thing or a favor to them and they don't say thank you? I mean, small things like holding the door and then you just pass without acknowledging that someone actually is holding that door for you to pass. How do we feel as humans? Not to talk of God Almighty who has given you everything that you have and you own. And he owns everything. He can withdraw it from you and just withdraw everything and that's you gone. Thanksgiving. What Thanksgiving does to a believer? Thanksgiving envelopes you in the Lord. It envelopes you in the Lord. You become unreachable and unaccessible when you, are, when you give thanks. Divine presence covers you when you are a thanksgiver. You just find out that God's presence covers you all the time when you are someone. When you give thanks for the little things, someone gives you five pounds. One pound that the person has given to you, say thank you. The one pound might not be, enough, might not be that thing you are looking for, but say thank you. Thank you. Thank you will go a long way. For God to touch that person's heart to give you one pound, then it means God can touch another person's heart to give you 1,000 pounds. And he can touch another person's heart. He can compel someone somewhere to give you 100,000 pounds. But it has to start with a small one. Thank you. God doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your material. To be honest, he doesn't. Because like I said earlier, there is nothing you have that God has not given you. And when we come to that realization, we will understand how important it is that we, 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 we need to give thanks to God. God is always around those who give thanks to him. And all that he expects of us is that thank you. He cannot give thanks to himself. Have you ever seen someone who said, thank me? So all that God expects of us is to say, thank you, Lord. He can't give thanks to himself. he can't praise himself. So all that he expects of us as his children is to always come back and say, "Thank you, daddy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for even holding that thing back from me. I know you have better plans for me. It's thank you. Thank you." And when you give thanks, like I said, he envelopes you. The Lord will always be around those who give thanks. And nothing, no, his presence will always be with you anywhere you go. Because you give thanks, his presence is always upon you. And there's nothing as valuable as the presence of God being with you. Any of us, is there anything you will value more than the presence of God in your life? Which would you prefer? To say, God, you pray and he, 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 he hears you. He Okay, he has heard. Or you pray and He he, he comes down. He comes down to be with you. May the Lord help us to be people who give thanks to Him in the name of Jesus. Thanksgiving makes the future brighter for you. Thanksgiving moves God to launch you into the future. Your destiny is redirected on course. It takes you back on course. The passage, like I, the, the passage that I have here for us, uh, Luke nineteen, uh, Luke seventeen, verse nineteen. When the man who came back to give thanks came back, do you know what happened? God said, Jesus Christ said to him, "Arise." I tell you, a lot of us, all we are looking to hear from God is that one word. Arise. Arise. That was what God, uh, Jesus Christ said to that man. He said, arise. The man was lying flat on his face. Lying flat from all the challenges of life. Lying flat from the leprosy. Lying flat from the rejection. Lying flat from so many things. And God He's just gotten healed. He came back to the and just like He just remained there. But Jesus Christ said to him, arise. I say to someone today, as you give thanks to God today, the Lord will speak to you. He will say, arise. Go your way. Where is your way? Where is your way? Your way, your destiny, your future. He's saying, get up, go. The way that you are supposed to be going. Because this way of the leprosy is not your way. He said, arise, go. He said, go your way. He brought him back on on, on, on line. He brought him back on course to his destiny, to his future. What the devil meant for him. Jesus just said, look, arise, go your way. This is your way. That was not your way. Somebody will arise today and go his way. In the name of Jesus. I have a few quotes here that I will, I will read for us, you know, from some men of God who have said this. It says, your degree of gratitude is what defines the greatness of your journey. Your degree of gratitude. The more you give thanks, the more your greatness onto your journey. Gratitude it was, is what de- determines your ultimate altitude in life. One of the men of God I, you know, I, I have come to respect, of reason. he said, says, he says, he says, show me an addicted thanksgiver and I will show you one whose life never goes empty. Show me someone who is addicted to thanksgiving. And he said, I will show you somebody whose life never goes empty. Father, take me to that place that I will be addicted to thanksgiving. The more addicted you are to thanksgiving, the fuller your thanks become day in, day out. They full of your thanks. None of your thanks, your container can go empty when you are full of thanks. None of your container. That man came back. I can guarantee you, we didn't hear much again about him. But one thing I know is that nothing about him will remain the same. Nothing about him will remain the same. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And I can say that it's a worthy addiction anyway, to be thankful to God. It's a a worthy addiction, to be grateful to God. It's better to be addicted to thanksgiving and being grateful than to be addicted to some of the things that we get addicted to. Yeah? And I hear an amen to that. Uh, So if you're addicted to thanksgiving, praise the Lord. Uh, Because if you're addicted to another thing, I'm sure tomorrow I will see you in Porter's house, house, uh, Porter's hand. Um, May may the Lord forbid that for you in the name of Jesus. Uh, The third thing. Thanksgiving lifts you from a lowly position of shame to a standing position. It lifts you. Verse 16 of Luke chapter 17. The man lay, the Bible says, he he lay down there flat on his face at the feet of Jesus. Eh? But Jesus said what to him? You see, it's not easy. Just look at it. that I just did some uh, favor to you. And you know that, you know, of course people know that this is, a, this is your situation. And then you come to me. You know, a lot of times what we do, apart from those of us that maybe by our traditional culture, when you come, the, you, you know, you prostrate. How many of us really? You know, because when you come, you just bury yourself. He, the man came and he buried himself right with his face down before jesus christ but that act of thanksgiving by that act of thanksgiving he was lifted he was lifted again he was lifted he was lifted i dare you to be that foreigner be that foreigner and that's why jesus said to him arise King David. King David in the Bible that we read about is a typical example. David at some point did not have any reason to remain on that throne. He didn't. If we go by some of the things, some of the things that happened to some people, David, you would say, why, why should he? Somebody who, 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 who orchestrated the mother of someone after he had, he had committed adultery with the person's wife, Should it not be head for head? But he knew, he knew what to do, he knew how to how to go about it. He knew that he but he and the man knew how to give thanks. Thanksgiving. And that's why when you go through sounds, you see, you see that look, this man, there were times that he was really, really down there in the dust. He knew, he knows very well that look, at this point I should not even be. But by giving thanks, he just finds himself lifted. His spirit, his soul, his body lifted. Thanksgiving lifts you. No matter the low position that you think you are. By the time you go into Thanksgiving and praise to God, you just see your spirit lifted. And I'm not telling you this as a story because it's something, a lot of us sitting here, if we we have given thanks, if we know how to praise, you know that at the point that you are feeling you soon break and you burst out into praise or thanksgiving to the Lord, you just find your spirit lifted. It's not by your power. That's God lifting you. Thanksgiving. Number four, Thanksgiving and praise qualifies you to carry divine presence. Divine presence is all you need to have the a most triumphant right in life. Divine presence. Romans 8.31 says, If God be for us, who can be against us? If you carry God, who wants to stand you now? Now, tell me now, if you carry God with you, if you are going and God is going with you, who wants to challenge you? I'm sure even if you don't have broad shoulders, you will develop some. Because you know God is with you. You're walking. walking, Your confidence will change. In fact, the way you walk might change. Why? Because of the presence of God in you. You know that that one that is the one that will always think he wants to challenge you will not come. As soon as he sights you from there, he won't even see you because... God's presence will not make him see you. Thanksgiving. It qualifies you to carry divine presence. In Psalm 22, verse 3. It says, the Lord is what enshrined in his praise, isn't it? He inhabits our praises. Eh? He's enthroned in the praises of Israel. The Lord is in our praise. So you carry. When you praise him, when you give him thanks, he is in there. He comes down. That's one thing that brings God down to us. That's one thing that brings him. God won't be with you when you are crying. If you come here, if you like, lie down here and cry, 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 cry. If you are hard and whatever, if it's the cry that you think will bring, it won't. The offering, the givings that we give to God, it will not bring him. But one thing that will bring God down is praise and thanksgiving. Sister Ify, when you praise, how do you feel? How do you receive the songs that God gives to you? Isn't it? You are praising Him in one and then He's giving you one. You are using one to praise Him and He's giving you another. The man, the leper we're talking about, he came. He gave thanks. Eh? Do you think Jesus just said to him, Arise, go? Something must have followed. If 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 Jesus stands from here and does like this, do you think the anointing that will come out from the hand will not be enough to last you your lifetime? And he will at Jesus' feet. Ah, if Jesus appears here today, it's then we will know the strongest people here. Because we want the presence of God. Your prayer and, and, and your prayer, your prayer will not bring down God. Your prayer gives God just extra job. He must hear you. He must answer you. He gives him extra job, of course, because he will hear you. But your praise, your thanks, brings him down. Your praise, your thanks—that is what brings him down. Your giving, your giving is just—you are giving to God just to open more doors of blessings to you. Giving—that's what giving does. Giving doesn't bring him down. Giving one million. It will only open more doors to him, but it will not bring his presence to you. I pray that our attitude towards Thanksgiving will change in the name of Jesus. Because when you praise him, you attract him. When you attract him, everything goes attractive for you. God's presence makes all the difference that we are looking for. I pray to Thee that a time will never come in our lives when we assume that the great happenings in our lives is by our hands. May such time never come in the name of Jesus. Number five. When you are committed to thanksgiving, you attract unsolicited favor. This man who came back in Luke chapter 17, the man just came back to give thanks, just to appreciate God for what he did, but he attracted Unsolicited favor. Jesus said to him, You are made well. You know, the other nine who went did not get that. He said, Go. Arise. Number one, he was lifted. Number two, he was made well. Number three, they said, Go your way. Ah. Thanksgiving attracts unsolicited favor. Your faith has made you well. There's a story in Mark chapter 6 from verse 21 to 26 of the daughter of Herodias. Now, this, this young lady, the man had a birthday party for himself and his friends. And this young lady, this young daughter of his came and she danced, she danced, she danced. And, and he was there and he said, who is this girl? And the girl came and, and she said, oh, ask, ax whatever. Because she danced so well. She said, ask whatever you wish. I will give to you. Like half my kingdom I can afford to give to you. Why? She went there only to dance. But at the end of the day, her dance, her act of dance, her act of what she did, she did with good heart. It attracted favor. Now we're talking of our God Almighty. How much more do you think with God? That you give him thanks, you dance like that for him. Dance, you are. You are you are dancing. You are giving, pouring out your heart like David danced until everything was falling off. And then, what do you think this our God will do for you? And no wonder, David. You know when you look at David, no wonder the man was like that. When you are committed to thanksgiving, you attract unsolicited favor. Favor that you don't even ask for; it comes to you. Praise is comely unto God. That is what attracts Him to most of our life, into most of our lives. The reason we are stranded is because we're addicted to complaints and murmuring. Do you know? The reason we are stranded is because we are we, are, we are so addicted to complaints. Some of us, some of us our lives. And, and 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 I'm not saying, you know, it, it, sometimes it just comes like that. But I pray today, 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 none of us, today, by the time we leave this place, God will take away that murmuring. He will take away that murmuring from us. We're so addicted to it. You know what 1 Corinthians ten, 10 says about murmuring? He said, "Do not murmur, as some do, that they murmur, and we're what destroyed. Murmuring can destroy you. We're destroyed. So we, we because of that, we just get stranded. And you're wondering, what's happening? What's happening? I've done all that I can do. I pray that we will walk in the realm of explicable favor the rest of our lives in Jesus' name. I pray we will never, never get addicted to murmurings and complaints in the name of Jesus. Complaints may look logical, but thanksgiving is the way to go. Thanksgiving is the the way forward that we need to pursue. People pray fervently, but they don't give thanks fervently. You know, people pray fervently. They don't give thanks fervently. You know, when it's time to pray, you tell people, pray. There are certain, there are certain prayers that we Christians, you know, certain prayer points that when you take like this, this place, fire, you will hear. But when you say Thanksgiving, you're beginning to, it's just a matter of seconds, and we are lacking what to thank God for. We're saying we don't know what to thank God for. But if, if I give us paper and I ask you to begin to write for me from the time that you opened your eyes and think of it that which of them you did by your own power, by your own hands, the opening of your eyes after you slept and you didn't even know when it was morning, that you went to bed and you slept and you had a sound sleep, that it was morning and you just opened your eyes and you looked through the window, beautiful day and that you just got out of bed and you stepped down, you started to walk your knees could carry you and a lot of times we say we don't have what to thank God for thanksgiving, I repeat is more potent than our prayers when you pray, God answers you if he hears he answers you if he hears Because it's not all prayers that he hears. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 14, it says when you pray according to his will, then he what? So it means it's not all prayers. It's when you pray according to his will. Number six, when you give thanks and praise, he comes down to you. Psalm twenty-two, verse three. When hearing, between hearing and coming down to you, which one is more powerful? Which one would you prefer? When God comes down to you, every pharaoh in your life must bow out. When God comes down to, when He came down to Egypt, you know, Pharaoh did. Pharaoh bowed out completely. He bowed out of the surface of the earth completely. When you give thanks, Pharaoh will bow. Every Pharaoh in your life, he will bow. When you praise him, he comes down. <laughs> you see, when you praise he comes down to see to the situation himself. He doesn't wait to send, and he just comes down, and he sought the things himself. Okay, He's come, he comes down to see to the situation himself when you praise him. I pray we will be addicted to thanksgiving in the name of Jesus Number seven, thanksgiving gives you what others couldn't get. Verse 19 of the same passage that we, we our, uncle passed, our, our text for this message. The, the only man who came back to give thanks, Jesus said to him, you are, do, you are what? You are made well. Your faith has made you well. The others have gone. They received healing. They were not made well. They received healing. You know, when you are made well, well, you know, we, 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 when we, I don't know how to put it, but I'm sure those somebody from Nigeria, when you talk well, you tell, man, i they package the thing well. It means it's all round, isn't it? Everything is just when you look at it, you know, this one, there's no mistake. Everything complete. That was what happened to the man. He said, your feet. Has made you well. The others have gone, they have received healing, they were cleansed. Him, he came back, he received extra, well, everything he said, rise, he rose, His destiny, everything changed. He said, "Your faith has made you well. You get what others don't get, when you give thanks to God. You get what others don 't get. You can praise your way into fortune. You can praise your way into glory. You can praise your way into beauty. There was a man in the Bible called David. This man praised his way into the heart of God. He praised his way into the heart of God. You remember? The Bible calls him a man after God's heart. You and I can see how much mark the man has made and he has left behind by his praise. His praise. I was trying to get some figures right, but I know that in 1996, Israel celebrated 3,000 years of of King David's city, of something that you can imagine. In 1996, they were still celebrating the act of praise of this man, praise, thanksgiving. They still remembered him. In fact, it, 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 I remember when I heard that story, it was that at that time, some of them were almost, acquit, uh, 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 were, were almost placing David side by side with God because they felt that the man was a powerful man. Why? Because he could give thanks and praise God, and God's presence will come down. His own is, he brings down the presence of God. And then, yet, they are trying to equate him with the one who comes down to do the things. And they still celebrate him. <laughs> can you be remembered for, our, for your act of thanksgiving? Can you? Can you? Can your children remember you for your act of thanksgiving? Can you, would your generation remember you for your act of thanksgiving? The people in your office, the people around you, can they remember you for your act of thanksgiving? There is no spiritual force that is greater than thanksgiving and praise. There is no spiritual force. We thank him for what he has done. We praise him for who he is. If God is anything to you, then praise is the way to show it. Praise is the way to show it. And I pray that we will all be people who will give thanks unto God. It will soon be time for us for the proper thanksgiving. You know, you know before, before we started service, we were discussing with somebody there. And we were saying that, you know, it's like we in this part of the world, we have become so sophisticated for God that, you know, everything we do, you know, there's this, no this thing. God can just come and meet me. I don't need to go meet him, you know, man. You, you know, I mean, I get up. Everything is working. I get up. I switch on the light. Yeah. I get up. I walk on the street. You know, I'm not crossing the street and one guy is knocking me down. In some part of the world, that's a kind of story. You come to church like this and you're asking, where is this brother? They say, yeah, he just had an accident. Why? How? Somebody's carelessness. Oh, where is this person? Oh, yesterday she went to church. She was prescribed the wrong medication, so she's gone. So because of that, we become so sophisticated for God. You know, I pray none of us will be sophisticated for God. That we will get to a place that we will desire him more than ever before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just praise him. Praise him. Just give him thanks. And it's easy to give thanks to God. Because the Bible says you can pray amidst. But interestingly, you cannot praise Amit. You don't need to quote any scriptures to praise God acceptably. You don't need to. You just praise him from the depth of your heart. You just praise him. Praise him. That's why, you know, there are some people, some tribes like this, that when they begin to praise, when they are praising human beings, ah, You, you, you understand? As some of us is worship. Some tribes, it, it's the natural. It's part of tradition to know how to worship. For some, it's part of tradition to know how to praise. Praise. When they start to praise, when you see all those men who follow those uh, uh, those those chiefs or kings, you know from some part of the world, and they are hitting. <laughs> uh, when you hear the things that they say to those kings, you know that they are telling them lies. But yet those ones are just following with their all, all kinds of regalia and what have you, just following them. Eh? Like like the the, the the ones in the northern part of Nigeria, they will tell you that you are a lion. Who, which lion do we have other than the lion of the tribe of Judah? Eh? They say you, you, your steps are like the elephant. That your steps are the, that of the elephant. Who says so? What weight do you have that can compare with, the, with that of the elephant? We know how to praise. So praise, you can't praise Amit. You can't praise Amit. If we know to praise people like that, please let's praise God even more like that. So that we will get better results. In the name of Jesus. James 5.13 says, Is any happy with me? And what I am doing, let him sing. Let him sing. Finally, brethren, I want to read for us, Psalms 67, verse 5 to 7. It says, let the people praise thee, and the earth shall yield its increase. How about that? That as I praise you, this earth, everything shall yield its increase let the people praise him. But before we pray, before we rise up and pray, I want, to, I, want us, I want to mention three things to us that will help us with thanksgiving, that is required for thanksgiving. And from what I read of that leper who came. One, thanksgiving requires the heart of a foreigner. Don't be familiar. Don't be familiar. Familiarity breeds contempt. Don't be familiar with God that you say, okay, God understands, he knows now. No. Have a heart of a foreigner. It requires the heart of a foreigner. Number two, thanksgiving requires faith. It was his faith in verse 19 that Jesus said he saw and he, he made him well. Number three, thanksgiving requires humility. Humility. The man fell on his face flat. He didn't bother that he, whether those or people that are looking at him, he fell there. Thanksgiving requires humility. Are we ready to praise God now? Are we ready to give thanks to God? Do you want to jump on your feet? Hallelujah. Has God been good to you? Has God been awesome? Hallelujah. I'll just give us one minute. I'm not going to, I I, I wanted to say, let's take one song, but I know we're still going to praise God. I want to give you one minute or so in your own way in your own language in your own tongue in your own understanding just begin to appreciate god just lift up your hands onto the heavens and just begin to say father i thank you lord i thank you i thank you even for today thanksgiving i thank you for making the leaders of this mission oh lord to to put to choose a particular sunday for me to give thanks to you Lord, I thank you. Are we thanking him? Are we thanking him? Lift up your voices and just praise him. And appreciate him. Thank, him. thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Don't say you don't have what to thank God for. I said earlier, there are some people who went to bed, never saw this morning. You are alive today. There are some people who, you you, you know, yesterday they were looking really strong. This morning they can't swallow. They have to force food into them. There are some people that last night they were, were fine going about. And then all we have had is there are no more you have every reason you have so many reasons to give thanks to god just give him thanks give him thanks give him thanks thank him from the depth of your heart you don't need anything you know i mean you can just thanksgiving is not something that you need anyone to teach you you can give thanks because you you give thanks to people you thank people for things that they do to you just give thanks unto god give thanks unto him appreciate him tell him thank you thank you Thank you, Lord. Thank you for life. Thank you that I am alive. Thank you. No matter how things are with you, whether things are not going on the way you want, just tell him thank you. He will make things all right for you. appreciate him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him from the depth of your heart. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Father, we thank you. From the depth of our hearts, we say thank you. As a church, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the many things you have done in our lives. Take all honor, take all glory, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that grants us access into your presence. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that guarantees answers to our prayers. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that grants us access into your power, your fire, and your anointing. Lord, we say thank you. We thank you for your light that has come into us. Lord, because your word says the entrance of your word brings light. Father, thank you for that light. Thank you, Lord, for the act of thanksgiving. Thank you for empowering us afresh to give thanks unto you. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.